Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Okay, we've started. Um, are you is your chair all right, mate? No, I don't. Well, can you try and fix it during the Great Big Owl sting? Uh, yes, but I've been fixing it, trying to fix it for five to six minutes now, so well, see what you it's can unlikely do. I'll succeed, but let's try it. We've got to crack on, Dave. We've got to get to work. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. So the problem is it no longer tilts back. Okay. It's a big, it's like a big comfy office chair. Mm. Set the scene here. Yeah. Um, but the problem is, oh God, I feel like such an old fart. Mm. But that's why I'm here, because I'm an, old, I'm an older older and fartier than you, which makes you feel younger and, and less gaseous, which is nice for you. <laughs> I feel very ageist for saying that, but I feel like, it, this feels like a problem that my grandparents would have not knowing how to fix a chair to recline. Do you know what I mean? There's mm. two handles on the chair, Tom. One of them goes up and down. Surely the other one is a backdy-backdy, but a backdy-forwardy. But Is there anything funnier in the world than when someone thinks they're doing the backdy-backdy handle under the chair and they pull the wrong handle and they just go straight <laughs> just down? Done, I've just done it like three times. <laughs> and they go straight down. Straight down. Nothing funnier. Way. I've done that live on air on, on the radio before and it is gen- genuinely the funniest thing you can do. And yet you can that can never translate to a radio format, Dave, never. Uh, no. Can you hear the squeaks? Yeah, there's a bit of a squeak there. Yeah. Is it okay? This is content? I think it's pretty good to us. We're starting a new week on a high. You know, we ended last week with Fun Time Friday, putting out arguably our best ever episode. And now it's Chair Monday. And now it's Chair Monday. Yeah, it's all right. Helen Monks will be here soon, so things will pick up. Be fine. Chairman Mao. I've got an increased... Oh, God. I've got an increased... Go on, that was cha- all right. Chair... What? Chair... Cha- oh, Chairman Chair Mao. Monday. Right, Chair okay. Monday. Chairman Mao. Uh, um, no, not happy with it. No, I don't know why. That's really, that's really, de- that, really that one really depressed me. The problem I've got, Dave, as discussed, <laughs> is that I'm. We've talked about this just a little bit before we started recording. I just made myself Nutella on toast, and I really made a mistake in that. Well, not, it's not a mistake because everyone does it. You cannot make Nutella on toast without having at least six scoops and just jamming them into your gob straight off the right. knife. Right? It's just something you do. It's like yeah. a, it's like a tax you have to pay. So when when you see someone eating Nutella on toast, that's just the tip of the chocolate iceberg that they've gorged on right sure and i've just done that and i've had way too much only one piece of toast my wife was like why are you only having one piece of toast and i said well because i'm eating six slices of toast worth of nutella but i'm just having the one piece of toast for show sure yeah 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 what you want is spoons of nutella right yeah the toast was incidental that's like when i really just fancy sort of garlic mayonnaise and then i have to think of what to cook yeah to make it okay to just eat garlic mayonnaise so you don't get judged by people nearby whereas if i was by myself i'd have just scooped it all out and got on with my day anyway the problem i've got is i've now got a terrible sugar crash and i just feel really morose and depressed well that's how i feel mate because i can't even pissing recline you can't you can't sit on a chair properly and <laughs> i'm i'm getting diabetes you, you can actually hear uh, my pancreas squeaking with the insulin <laughs> problems at the moment 
It's it's a great start to the week. Um, also, Dave, I've got an increased sense of jeopardy right now for this recording because Beth has gone out on a run and left me with the two kids. So right now I'm technically recording this and the two kids are in the house at the same time. I don't think that counts as neglect, but there's a sense that at any moment it might all kick off. Right. Mm, that is tricky, isn't Which it? she's what, never done what? before because she, up until this point she's always respected the fact that I'm working. And she said, I really want to go for a run. And I was like, oh, well, I'm, I'm working at, um, you know, 11 yeah. or 11.15. And she said, yeah, yeah, what are you doing? And I said, well, I'm doing cabin fever with Dave. And she went, yeah, I'm going for a run. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> rude. Yeah, that respect has all, all but operated, hasn't it? Yeah, it really has. Week one, she'd have been like, absolutely right. I'll stay in the house. I'll make sure the kids do something quiet. Week 10, she's like, right, give the kids and tell her, laters. <laughs> absolutely livid for you. And on behalf of us. Mm, exactly. um, no I me. have just so I was I, we started recording this a few minutes late and that is because I know you'll be I, mean, I know you'll be waiting for the exciting incident yeah uh, that's because I opened the dishwasher oh yeah to unload it and uh, well this could be innovation at its finest I don't know if it's going to work out well or badly but Cornelius last night but the we have a lime squeezer you know like one of those things you put a half a lime in and it juices it so like a giant garlic crusher or yeah, like exactly a- like that like one of the with a with a sort of yeah you put it in you you pull the two things together boom lime juice because you get the lemon squeezer the lemon squeezer is more like a sort of giant um uh sort of china nipple isn't it the lemon option yes oh yeah that's more of a yeah you sort of um you waggle it onto it don't you what's the word waggle it onto i don't know but I, sidey sideys waggle that fruit onto my crockery yeah something like that yeah uh yeah but the the limes anyway anyway long story short he popped the lime uh squeezer into the dishwasher but i mean you can work out what he hasn't done he hasn't ta- he absolutely hasn't taken the lime out of there has he hasn't taken the lime out. oh so no all of the plates now smell limey fresh which <laughs> actually is an, an effect that i imagine a dishwasher detergent might be going for so yeah Maybe it's a new thing. Is that, if we are live on the radio now, it'd be useful for me to say, is that good or bad? Bod? Bod? Good or, or bod. Flipping egg, Dave. Come on, wake up. Sorry, um, don't is worry. that good we or bad? This is, this, is, this, is, this is Helen Monk's day, but it's also a day when we're just on a low, so it's fine. You know, we, yes, we know that exactly. We'll get it. We'll make lots of mistakes. Good or bad? Um, uh, what I was going to say is somebody listening definitely will either say, that's ridiculous, put the dishwasher on again, or they'll go, I use lemon to clean my microwave. Or like, it does, it does, but it does feel like lemon slash lime. Maybe it but, is more lemon than lime that, that, that's a cleaning agent. I don't know. What I, I don't know. know is, you tell me. Why do people who use natural cleaning agents get so fucking angry about it? That's what yeah. I want to know. I, I often bleach my surfaces with lemon juice. Oh! You're like, yeah, great. Just... Chill out, man. Don't use real bleach. Piss lemon instead. <laughs> Is it technically bleach if it's a lemon? Are you not just flavouring your surfaces? Yeah, but having said all of that, I think that could be quite a good business idea. You could invent a device where you put a bit of fruit, a bit like the um, in the water bottles that they use on Love Island. Oh, you yeah, put a yeah. bit of fruit in the dishwasher and you leave a sort of a tang of fruit on, on all the things you've washed. A fruit hammock. A fruit hammock. A fruit hammock sounds like a rude name for a type of thong. <laughs> Guess what I bought this weekend? Tom. Did you buy yourself a thong? Did you pop your fruit in the fruit hammock? <laughs> no, no, no. I actually bought a fruit hammock. That's why uh, that phrase uh, came into my head. Yeah. What? Well, hang on. What is an actual fruit hammock? Do you, you hang your bananas on? <laughs> <laughs> Plums in the bottom. No. Um. Uh. Yeah. It's it's, it's, it's it's an elaborate fruit bowl, but it's uh, if you will imagine 
imagine like a metal hammock and mm-hmm. then but there's two layered tom two layered metal fruit hammock oh wow so now my bananas are separated from my other fruits so they don't uh, rot them all mm. um so having a great time looks 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 lovely this is the actions of a man who puts fruits into his fruit bowl and then obviously because he's uh, dave crib doesn't fucking eat it because it's got nothing to do with garlic mayonnaise and it just rots i mean that's <laughs> essentially all new fruit arrives in my house like it's on a death sentence because it knows it's just gonna rot unused yeah it's a sad time isn't it sad this kind of like flowers for me they, they make the place look nice for a yeah. bit and then they die yeah, yeah. <laughs> what have you killed recently get in touch cabin fe oh, 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 that's our twitter name I got some free money yesterday, Tom. No way. Absolutely free. How? Uh, okay, with like 1p on the floor or something. This is going to sound like a... Uh, is this a like when you stole from Amazon the other day? Deal. No, no, that's that, that money has now been donated. Uh, did you really donate it? Yeah, I, I actually rounded it up to £100 and donated it. Dave Cribb, I salute you, my friend. There you go. Good. good. Um, but no, I. Uh, this is going to sound like a sort of brand deal slash advert slash sponsor message but i can assure you mm-hmm. as we've said many times this podcast is not sponsored by anyone hello disney plus um, hello disney plus you little but big shout out to the american express corporation is that <laughs> oh, those guys the good guys the little guys <laughs> somebody in the american express office someone i'm running through guys we've got a sponsor this podcast it's huge <laughs> but um yeah, I got a, brought to you by amex yeah go on got an email from amex yesterday saying um if you spend £100 between now and August on either Deliveroo or Marks and Spencers or Waitrose, it's free. We'll credit you £100. No. So I went to Marks and Spencers and spent £93. <laughs> and that was free. And I've still got £7 towards my next Deliveroo. I'm absolutely thrilled. So by the end of this, you'll have had £200, basically, worth of free stuff. I mean, I know you gave £100 no, to no, charity. No, no, £100. No, but, but, but including the free Amazon order as well. I see, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is why the economy's in so much trouble, Dave. This is like this is like the um, subprime mortgage credit crunch all over again. It's the lunch crunch, because Dave's buying all his lunch for free. I did the biggest of big shops, I'll, I'll be honest. Yeah. Um, I, you know what I think? When you, I, I always do this. when I, I, I feel like I've been economically efficient by not having takeaways for basically a whole... I've had one a week for the whole of lockdown. Yeah been very disciplined which considering i'm eating three meals a day at home yeah but i would say your one takeaway a week is enough for six meals and it sort of you it does keep you going a bit for example i mean i i had a takeaway last night and i'm having peshwari bread for lunch so i i'm with you on that oh so great it's so it? good so good um but it turns out that what i do now is just every time i go to the shop mm. of a week to be like oh i'll get the ingredients for food i spend more than i would have done on bloody takeaways ridiculous. oh i see yes that's so, the problem. Um, because you get all the like loads of other other bits while you're there. Oh, this is nice, isn't it? Yeah. I bought two different types of wine vinegar yesterday. <laughs> Red and white. They're, I presume they're the only two. I don't think anyone's doing rosé wine vinegar, are they? You know what you can do with the uh, wine vinegar, of course. Mm? Very good for cleaning your pans. <laughs> Clean your pans with my vinegar! Oh! It gets so cross. Calm down. Um, so there you go. That's my exciting weekend. Did you watch uh, the space launch? Um, did I watch the space launch? Uh, I did not because I was watching Captain America 2 with the boys. Uh, but we then went up to bed and my wife and I stayed up, guys. We stayed up until 10 past 10 to watch the flyby, the oh, yeah. the, the drive-by of um, the space station. So we didn't see the launch, but we watched the space station go past at 10 past. Right. Did you watch the launch live then? So here's what I accidentally did. Uh, absolutely textbook Dave Cribb here. I watched, I'd say, three and a half hours of the build-up. 
okay. of the prep of you know which is like it's like you know that slow television thing that people mm. love like it's like that because it's basically just watching technicians plug stuff in for three and a half hours you know Ooh, well but yeah but mate you yeah. know that if i am never happier than when i'm plugging stuff in when i set up a new a new gadget and i'm plugging wires in that's when I start to sing to myself because I'm at my happiest. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Bah, 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 yeah. Lovely so nice. stuff. So cool. people learn then strapping the astronauts in mm, and yeah. dusting them off. They have to dust them properly. Like they can't have any dust on them. It's wild. Why? Because it might have infections. Or because the dust gets in the... Interfere with the things, yeah. Wow. Oh my God, they'd um, have problems with us and our beards, wouldn't they? Can you imagine? Oh, absolutely. Beards like old cushions. I'd be banging those in the back garden. <laughs> I don't think our beards are the main obstacle between us <laughs> and being professional astronauts. I think my new Nutella gut is the main problem. <laughs> Gutella. Gutella. Hello. That's yeah, what I'm calling is. myself. I'm Gutella. <laughs> Oh, um, we can make, we can make that catch on. Oh, I'm up for if that. You've got, if you've got an Atella gut, let's um, let's make that a thing, please, everybody. Hashtag Gatella. Hashtag Gatella, please. Uh, confess that you've been spooning out chocolate sauce. Not even chocolate sauce. We're talking about chocolate spread straight into your um, face. Um, th- no, so, so, yeah. so you watched it in the end. You saw it. Well, go so up. I watched three and a half hours of the prep, mm. and then I. Uh, oh, I'll be honest, Tom. I did 20 minutes of yoga as per my new yoga regime. Lovely beans. And how was that for you? My legs are killed. Okay, good. This morning, stairs are not my friend. Uh, and then I thought, oh, do you know what? I'll have a quick shower just in time. It was about, <laughs> probably about 45 <laughs> minutes before the launch happens. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, I don't know, it, it must be like the goldfish is the too cliched version of this. But yeah. it's like when, um, oh, there's an episode of, of Doctor Who where is it doctor who fuck you'll tell me if this is right or not mm, go on. but where you can only you only you forget that the monster doesn't isn't there when you can't see them oh blink is that blink no blink's the one where you're not looking at them they move oh yes 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 i don't know but lots of our fans will be doctor who fans so they'll tell us yeah yeah there's another one where and i wish i could put my pissing finger on this <laughs> use your pissing finger for other things please you turn around you see them you know, the the whatever it is i can't remember what it is and then you turn around and you've immediately forgotten it exists oh that's good it's fucking incredible i'm like that with my kids terrifying well so this is what happened to me is i went to have a shower mm. and then just as if by my brain I just got back into the kitchen and just started making dinner and then an hour later I went oh fuck I've missed it and I just completely absolutely just, they're just gone so after all that bloody build up I completely missed it so I thought I'm not going to miss the uh, flyby so it was punch Saturday by the way yesterday Tom so oh god more on that shortly we must get Helen she's waiting too long but can I just say Dave I'm really pleased that you did watch the build up Dave because you know what that means yep you watched the build up <laughs> My mate bought a toaster. We go through celebrities' Amazon purchase histories so you don't have to. Keep calm and love Dom Jolly novelty key ring yeah, and fridge that. magnets. Yeah, I love that. The G-spot. <laughs> the good vibrations, guys. Green dot laser sight rifle gun scope. I've bought that quite a lot of times, I think. Right, okay. The sex doctor's guide to keeping it hot. Ah, oh, interesting. Did another child come along nine months later? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Loads of great apps up now and new ones dropping every Monday. That's My Mate Bought a Toaster from Great Big Al. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello, monks. Hello and welcome. Hello and welcome to me. Did you enjoy, <laughs> did you enjoy It's the Build Up? Absolute classic comedy gold. I... I've had to change my knickers because I weed myself laughing. Good news. Good news. This, uh, this this show does come with a knicker warning. Actually, to be fair, uh, Hello Monks, talking of warnings on this show, if you go to the reviews section of Cabin Fever, right, and oh, yeah. you look at our reviews, which we, we hadn't done for weeks, and it turns out people have said nice things, which is lovely. And then one person, one person says, I especially love Helen Monk's Day. It makes Monday <gasps> so much better. Oh, I bet that was my mum. Yes, of course. Yes, from Mummy Monks. There it is. There it is. That's so nice. Thank you very much. Isn't that lovely? How are you, please? Well, I'm good. (laughs) I'm good. Cool, cool. Anything? Is there there an elephant in this room at the moment we need to talk about? Um, No, I just had this sudden thought where I I haven't actually sat down and thought about my feelings for a while. So when you ask how I am, it's a bit of a triggering question. But I think I'm okay. I thought you were, um, well, can I read, can I, you know, WhatsApps that we exchange privately, Helen, are they, are they supposed to stay private or can I read out what you sent me at quarter to 12 last night? You can read out what I sent you. That's fine. Great. Oh, lovely. Uh, 23, 23.44 on a yeah. Saturday night. So yeah. pretty party Saturday night for Helen Monk. Yeah, it's a late one. Uh, there's two sentences in this, uh, two questions. Have you watched Contact is the first one. So Helen's obviously uh, done her prep, so because we, we're going to talk about Contact today. Yeah, good. Yeah, we're going to talk about Contact because I want Dave to watch Contact because it's the, one of the best films ever made. Yeah, cool. Uh, and the second question, did you also think it was dog shit? Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I got a message from Helen saying, are you trolling me? <laughs> I honestly have a theory, Tom, that you're jer- that this has all been a big ploy to try and get me and Dave to sit down for two and a half hours. It's and so long. Oh, it's lovely. I, could, I wish it was longer, mate. I wish it was 13 hours, much like the 13 hours of static. Oh, my God. Are you, are you honestly, I honestly cannot, it's like cognitive dissonance. I cannot believe that you, the person that I think I know, is also the person who's seriously recommending this. Hang on. I'm getting, getting someone coming through on the other channel. Wait one sec. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh yeah, that's some. I think the vegans are coming through. Oh, that noise! Oh, I love it. So, if you haven't watched the film Contact, it was so bad that the, the second half I watched most of it on fast forward, and then no, the end, no, no, like, no, 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 no! <laughs> oh, Helen! Oh, it's watching like an alien film, but it's watching all the people who do all the admin. It's literally the dullest. Yes. I've never ever in my life felt simultaneously stressed and bored at the same time. I, it was just now you're ready for parenthood because that's what parenthood <laughs> is: high anxiety, <laughs> sheer boredom. But can I just dial back a second, right? Ex- this is exactly what it is. It is. It is the administration, the reality, oh the real God. politic of what would happen if suddenly a signal arrived on the airwaves from another civilization. If it, 
what a mind-blowing concept. It's an amazing film. Yeah, it's based on the Carl Sagan book want to watch what would really happen. It's like in CSI, if they didn't do a montage of when they look at all of the gloopy bits and the tubey things, mm. you'd be watching people at their office jobs. It's so, you can't, you have to, you have to have some kind of editing and what, and put the dramatic bits at the forefront. You can't just watch a load of people have a load of meetings. Do, do a dramatic bit at the forefront. Do you not think Jodie Foster lying on the bonnet of a lovely car in the Mexican desert, hearing a signal from another species is not an exciting bit? I mean, that is... No. What? I mean, oh Dave, God. back me up. Am I right? It was the most... They managed to make the most exciting premise, the most boring thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of the reverse of this podcast. So what I would say is that uh, considering what happens at the end, and this is a spoiler, if you don't want to know what happens oh, at the yeah. end of Contact, there's a spoiler. But considering at the end, she basically travels through multiple wormhole- yeah. wormholes to a different galaxy, a different planet, yeah. and meets aliens, yeah. that happens for like four minutes oh. after two and a half hours yeah, because- of administrative organization the best bit of any thriller or or whodunit or alieny type thing the 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 best bit is the build-up the best bit is the excitement and the preparation and the what if what if what if when it actually happens you look at any film like that when it actually happens it's a letdown when you find out who the murderer is you're excited for a bit and then it's a letdown so they save that to the end they give you a little yeah i just spunk a little bit of aliens on you and then the film's over and that's all you need that's really good to know because basically what I did was I fast forwarded the I was watching it all fast forward and play a bit fast forward and play a bit and then I was like look I'm just going to watch the last five ten minutes mm. and I accidentally fast forwarded too far and I ended up at the credits and part of me went oh I should probably rewind and watch the end to find out what happens and then I just thought no I'm just going to go to bed oh you've really missed that do you know what do you know what Helen do you know what I feel sorry for you I feel sorry for you I feel sad that you've not. I feel sad you've not allowed yourself this experience. I feel I, now I know what it feels like when my I've got a very very Christian family. Half my family are really Christian, and I'm not Christian. And this is what they say to me about me not believing in God. They're like, I feel sorry mm. for you. You've not got this, and I feel sorry for you, Helen. You know, you're not going to get to come to our contact meetings, and uh, you're not going to get to come to my annual Christmas Eve watch contact with the family a thon, which I do do. <laughs> Do you actually? So hear yourself, though. Hear yourself. You're comparing yourself to people that you don't agree with or respect because the. <laughs> so the, the follow-up contact is bigger than any of us. Um, the follow-up. Well, I, I did reply saying, uh, "I wouldn't. Why is it Tom's favourite film?" Yeah. And Helen said, "I honestly dot 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 like honestly." I don't know him. <laughs> it's changed everything. Guys, it's just... A, I watched it... I first watched it when I was 18 years old. And I was, and my girlfriend at the time made, made me watch it. And I, it just imprinted this amazing leap of imagination. And it's really exciting. And I love... Jodie Foster is brilliant in it. And it's the, the moment when... Um, again, spoilers. When the terrorist explodes the machine that they built to travel uh, to another world. And you're like, I, I just did not see that coming. And then someone else comes along and says, we've got a secret one we've been building. And you're like, oh, fuck, she can go. And then she goes. But then she comes back. Uh, and they say they have this big oh, inquiry God. and they decide I it was fake. This whole thing. They decide it was fake. But uh, then they say she says, "But I recorded it because she, she basically took like a '90s GoPro on her on her helmet." Uh, by watching the film. Uh, well, <laughs> and they say they say uh, you you claim you've gone for 13 hours, but nothing nothing was recorded. And they say, "Well, at the end, yeah, but there was 13 hours of static." Oh. <laughs> 
Dave, come on, you, Dave, you've remained very, you've been very fancy about this, Dave. Shall I read you Sarah Cribb's review? I, I really like Sarah Cribb. I don't want this to go wrong for me. Because he subjected not Cribb. just Helen and I to contact. Didn't say subjected Cribb. you to it. This is oh, not. No, that's, yeah, that's, that's, that's not unfair, isn't it? You've you forced Helen. And I, I to have to watch recommended it. one of my favourite movies. I've asked you to join my cult, my contact cult. <laughs> yes, my it is guilty. I'm a I'm a a Jody witness. <laughs> um, Sarah Cribb. It was no Jurassic Park. <laughs> That's what she said. Fair, okay. I can take that. I'm genuinely stressed about this. Go on. Uh, uh, But, I mean, that is basically the entire review. And then she, as an afterthought, said, although Jodie Foster was giving it some quite Laura Dern vibes, but maybe that's because both their characters are called Ellie, question mark. That's it. Uh, Jurassic Park, for context, is Sarah Cribb's favourite film. Um, And I think she's probably... Yeah, not that. I would watch... We could watch that next week and then talk about how great no, that is. I want I want a Jurassic Park where you watch two and a half hours of people getting their passports stamped in order to travel to the island and the last two minutes you see a dinosaur on the horizon credits. That's what I want. This is what I mean. You've been trolling us. You knew you knew it was boring. You knew it was about admin. It's magical. It's magical. You just need a bit of imagination. Oh my god. It makes loads so of sense that you watched it when you were a teenager. It's like me trying to get my teenage neighbours to watch Skins now edge stuff because it's a it's a catalyst for a genre or for other films that then you don't go back and watch Skins the first series of Skins that would be dre- that would be terrible oh, got no interest in watching that shit none at all it was great Skins though I, 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 yeah. it was great it was great but we can't expect a younger generation no offence Tom you old fan <laughs> To understand. Hang on. This is turned very. This is turned this very. generations. It's just quality. It's just knowing good quality, Helen. <laughs> Helen, when you when you've lived a little and you've got more life experience, you'll appreciate what a fascinating film this is. Dave, you again. You've 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 given me Sarah Cribb's opinion. What is Dave Cribb's opinion? Bearing in mind, Dave, that we work together and this is effectively my religion. Yeah, it's well. I mean, it feels like you're steering the question there. To, to no, answer. how is that a leading question? Can I tell you what Dave's, Dave Cribb's opinion is? So he he missed out a message in his replies <laughs> to my to my messages to yeah, him. That's true. That is true. Which was very diplomatic of him. But I said, Did, "Have you watched Contact? Did you also think it was dog shit?" He replied, "It's not good, is it?" And then, Dave? why is it Tom's favourite film? Dave. Mm. I'm currently reading your book I'm reading at the moment. What? Contact by Carl Sagan. (laughs) I mean, I believe that the book's probably good. I do not. Do you want a reading from the book? Um... Ellie was in the midst of packing notes, magnetic oh, tapes, and a palm frond for shipment to Japan when she received word that her mother had suffered a stroke. Finding that funny, are you, Dave? Laughing at strokes? For sake, unbelievable. <laughs> All right, well... Her mum's not even in the film. No, and in the, in the book... They, they, uh, fi- five of them travel together. No, the dad's dead. In the book, five of them travel together, not just her by herself, which is quite interesting. Uh, yeah, I mean that. Yeah. Um, can some listeners back me up, please? They... If you think Contact is one of your favourite films, can you give me a tweet and make me feel better, please? And and make these 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 charlatans realise they're missing out on one of the finest films ever made. Uh, give give us a tweet. Thank you to make me feel better. Cabin F E A three seven zero nine. Oh oh oh, that's our Twitter name. I tell you what, I did really like. Yeah. There was one X when a dad dies. And I didn't like that bit per se, but right, the. Sure. There was an incredible camera shot when she runs upstairs yeah. to get the meds. Yes. And you think that 
the camera's in front of her, but then it turns out it was in the mirror. Yeah, and that's I was good. Like, I, I cannot, my brain cannot fathom out how they did that. Really clever. It's a good movie, isn't it? Uh, it's a good, it's a good five seconds. Yeah, it's a great five seconds. I really, really, really liked the first five minutes. I thought, wow. <laughs> I thought, when it first started, I thought I hadn't got the sound on because it was all silent, like an old people movie, mm. you know, where they just put the title up without any da-da-da. Yeah. And then I realised, oh my God, it's because it's about there not being any noise and then there was all the noise of the frequency. Oh, isn't that brilliant? What a great start that is. Yeah, amazing, amazing. And then I had a big existential cry, actually. It did literally, as it zoomed out of all of the planets, all the planets, the solar system, yeah. outer solar system, like into the universe, out of out of space that we can't even comprehend. Yeah. And I was like, this is amazing. Tom has pulled it out of the bag. And then <laughs> the film the started. Next two hours, 25 minutes. <laughs> you fast forwarded. You fast forwarded. <laughs> it's such a clever idea that the first signal, they, the aliens bounce back. I shouldn't tell you this much because if, you, if you've not watched it, oh, it's, it's spoiled it. now, isn't it? It's ruined. But the first signal the aliens bounce back is, is Adolf Hitler because that was the first big radio signal stuck out in the opening of the 1936 Olympics. So that is the first oh, signal God. that reached the Vegans mm. and they bounce it back to us. Oh, it's. Yeah, the Hitler bit was a weird twist, actually, to be fair. That was, I that actually was... think I fast-forwarded that bit. I don't remember Hitler. <laughs> this is, oh, come on. I think this is unfair. This is like flicking through the new Hillary Mantel and saying, yeah, it's not all that. You've got to, you've got to watch it properly. I watched the first, like, hour. Five minutes. You just said you watched five minutes, and then you cried, and you fast-forwarded it. <laughs> yeah, that, to be fair, that is damning. <laughs> I thought it was good, and then, then the film started, and that's when I was like, oh, my God. And then I gave it a long time, and then after about an hour, I was like, I can't do another hour and a half of this, and that's when I... I didn't fast-forward loads, I just skipped. I watched it on high speed. I didn't look. Here's my, here's my final thought on this, and then we'll move on. And maybe we should make a weekly film club, because I think it's only fair now that, Helen, that you and I bring our favourite film to the table. That's a good idea. The three of us yeah, watch yeah. it this okay. week. Okay. I, I happily sat through it, Tom, and watched it. It, it was quite, quite enjoyable. Thank you. Quite an enjoyable film, Dave Cripp. Yep. I, I, I don't think it's the world's best film, and I, 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 it's interesting that it's your favourite film, but that's obviously got a nostalgia factor, which you've explained, and that makes more sense now. I just think it's really interesting. Like, the universe is, like, really big, you know? And I just think you've got to think about that sometimes, you know? Do you know what I mean? Like, this prob- chances are there's someone out there. Referenced already that a terrorist blew up the uh, first attempted launch, which put me a bit on edge yesterday watching SpaceX. Oh yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, so it did did give it a little bit of an edge to that. Imagine if imagine if one of the astronauts was a great big blonde guy with massive long blonde hair. That'd be freaky. That's a reference to the film. Um, guys, can I can I tell you about something? Is it going to be boring like contact? Uh... <laughs> you can hear. You can hear. Oh, God, it's so exciting. They unpack that sound signal and they build a... Oh, it's so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, No, so my son loves writing stories. And at the beginning of lockdown, Mm. he was writing really nice stories. And I was genuinely concerned about... In fact, one of our listeners is a psychiatrist. Maybe he can help me with this. Um, He's written a story this morning, and I I just noticed it when I got back from the dog walk. And I've brought it upstairs, and I think I'm going to read it to you. And I'd like you to give me a quick Mm. evaluation. Let me know if I need to get in touch with some professionals. Would you mind? Yes, please. I'd love this. Okay, so it's uh, called Ghost Hunter. And it's for t- it says Dave, it's for twelve and over. Okay, you, you're okay with that, aren't you? Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Make yeah. sure Herc isn't there because Herc obviously is younger than that. Yeah, it's much younger than that. Okay, chapter one into the dark. Um, there once lived a boy that was homeless on his own, and he only got about one pence a week, and he really wanted one thing, a gun. That was all he hoped for, and it never came. The closest time he ever got a gun was when his dad bought him one, but after that, it was a trick, and his dad got shot the day after. That was how he got homeless. 
Still, now it is a week until World War II stops, so he is in really big danger. One day, he was really bored, and he had a lie-down on his pillow, and then fell. He had just fallen into a secret passageway. Just then, he thought, when will I land on ground? But he just kept on going down, 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 down into the dark, chapter two, nowhere. That's all he's done so far. He's got a new chapter for the word nowhere. I should say, sorry, then, then that's the end of the chapter. And then chapter two is called Nowhere. He hasn't written it yet. He hasn't written oh, it yet. I see. Yeah. Oh, it's... God, he's a genius. You... Oh, 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 good. Oh, good. Fine. Okay. So do you think that's better than contact? It's, it's 100%. <laughs> it was gripping. It was twist and turning. Okay. It was, I like that he revealed um, where, what time we were in, sort of halfway through, by saying the war had just ended. Yes. Okay. Things you know, things you don't know, reveals. So, oh, all right, great, great. So I should encourage this. I don't need to be worried about the fact that he's writing about homelessness and guns and dead dead fathers. That the was opening line was a bit was a bit alarming, if I'm perfectly honest. Yeah, from a sort of psychology point of view, that might be worth exploring. Oh bit. yeah, yeah. No, he's messed up. Oh, oh, oh good. All oh, right. Okay. <laughs> Here's a question for you guys. Yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> It's, I'll, I'll, I'll back explain my thought process, but I've been thinking about this for about five, ten minutes now. What is the most famous postal code in the world? Is it in the world? I was going to say W1A now after the TV series. Inter- okay, we can add W1A to it. N-dubs? Off of the band N-dubs? <laughs> is that in the world, though? <laughs> yeah, East good run. 17, yeah, uh, in the it, world. Zip code, though, I suppose. 90210. I think 90210 probably oh, yeah, is the answer. Yeah. Um, but also, yeah, but maybe SW19 is the other one that I thought of. Wimbledon. Off of Wimbledon. That's mm. where I live. Well, I know. That's, so this is what, when we started talking about how long a walk it would be from your house to Dominic Cummings' house, a.k.a. Wimbledon to Islington, I suddenly yeah. thought, I'd be cool to live in SW19. That's a cool postcode to have. And mm. then I thought... Is there any other postcode apart from 90210 that everyone around the world knows? Oh, that's I would, a great question. I would posit that W1A and E17 E7, E7, don't, don't count, mm. um, although they have their fan bases. There um, you go. That's, that's all I've got for you. And I'll I, tell you what, I've, yeah. I've Googled the world's most famous postcodes and it, it's not, not very helpful. Also, I'd, I'd rather it was a full postcode rather than just a postal area. Oh, like a full... Oh, well, like, SW19 for PQ, then I'm watching. Yeah, 90210 counts then, I guess, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. Do you remember when it used to be your phone area number? Because in Birmingham, you'd have the 0121. Oh, yeah. 012121. You know... Oh, good. I like that. <laughs> you know the number... You know why Birmingham was 0121, don't you? No. Oh. oh, I'm excited. Here come the facts, seller. He got all the facts. Dave Porter or Tide? <sighs> tide. Thank you. Um, because Birmingham begins with a b b b b, so that's number two on the old school keypads. Wait, but it's 0121. yeah. So because it used to be 021, didn't it? Before the before the one came along. It was, oh, so for example, so for example, all right, fucking fetus. So for example, um, I was only six when contact was released. Um, uh, yeah, that, I, that, that, that goes for Manchester as well, 061 it used to be. Uh, Newport, where I was, uh, where I grew up was 0600, Monmouth, uh, 0600, and that's uh, N. Liverpool's oh. 05, I think it was. Wait, so it's the second one after the O. Jesus Christ. No, so, right. So. <laughs> <laughs> the going. number that's not the, yeah, it is, yeah. So it's the, sorry, it's the number that's the bit of colour and a bit of interesting. So forget about the one, move on from the one. It's the, it's the five or the two or the three or the four. Two. Yeah, so Birmingham is two. Oh, one, two, one. Because it used to, because Birmingham used to be, oh, I believe, oh, two, one, or oh, one, two, one. This is not as good a fact. It's a great fact. You've just not understood it. It's like Contact. It's a great movie. You've just not understood it. Can I interrupt for an excellent quiz? I found a 10-question quiz. 
and I say I found it, Steve sent it me on WhatsApp, so don't look at it, Tom. Okay. Uh, of the UK's most famous postcodes, would you like to play postcode or nostcode? I don't know, it's not a great name. Let's but, play uh, the postcode notary. The postcode notary. Very good. Can okay. We, uh, Dave, can't we do postcode music? Come on, mate, you've got a piano there. Postcode music? Yeah. Postman Pat? Podcast is quite weak. We How long need is this something go for? to entertain ourselves. Bum, bum, bum. Okay, let's do it. Question one: SW one A one A A. Ooh, was that going live? SW one A one A A. Oh, oh, I know what that is. That's Buckingham Palace. Yes, it is Buckingham Palace. You're absolutely right. Um, why is it SW? Southwest. Yeah, because it's slightly in the southwest, I guess. It's not right in the middle. Is it? They couldn't call it the middle 1A, 1AA, could they? They'd have to do something. I'd have it. thought if you were doing postcodes, wouldn't that just be like number one? Yeah, anyway. but it's got to go somewhere on the... Anyway, go on. Where is uh, that place that's number one London? I remember it on an open top bus tour. Canary Wharf, isn't it? Isn't that number one? Anyway, go on. Right. Question two. M160RA. Old Trafford. How do you know so much about postcodes? <laughs> I'm leaving, I'm so sad. <laughs> Is that right? How do you know that? You know why they call Satnav Tom Tom, right? It's, it's in my name. <laughs> oh, God. SW1A 2AA. Uh, the Houses of Parliament. Hello, monks. Is that correct? No. Oh, shit. Oh. Okay, okay. SW1A, so that's where the Queen was, 2AA. It's going to be near Buck Pal, isn't it? So it's going to be. VA. <laughs> You've gone curveball. No, try the most famous address in the country that's not a Buckingham Palace. Ten Standing Street. There you go. L nine five A S. L nine. Leicester Cathedral. Leicester Cathedral. Yeah. Would we call that a famous L nine? L nine five A S. What does L stand for? Oh, Anfield. No, oh. but you're in the right city. Liverpool. Uh, one of their cathedrals? Nope. Liverpool. Beatles. Where the Beatles? Where the Beatles? Uh, the ca- oh, yeah, the the um the what's it called? The Cavern Cavern Club. These are all good guesses, but the answer is actually more horsey than that. Uh. Aintree. 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 Whatever. All right. One for you here, Helen Monks. Oh God. <laughs> CV thirty-seven. Cathedral. Warwick University. CV 376QW. Cross reference in your head in the Venn diagram things that you have had something to do with and famous, very famous things. Hmm. Shakespeare's birthplace. Oh. Exactly that. Is that Stratford, is it? In Stratford upon Avon. Oh, okay. I love this game. This is a, this is a fantastic game. Yeah, go on. Generally quite good, isn't it? HA90WS. Helen's house. Zero W. If you don't know your own postcode, that um, is worrying. H A H A nine. I was I was going to go with Hatfield, but I'm not sure why the Hatfield would have its own postcode. Um, it's not Hatfield. Shall I give you the H A? What that stands for? Yeah, go. H A is Harrow. Oh well, Harrow School then, props. Um, no, much more famous. Wembley. Than. Wembley Stadium. Oh right, good. These are great. I can't take that. I literally googled did you that. Just, did you just Google that? I'm so sorry. I was going to pretend, oh my God, this is if I guess, but no, I can't live with myself. Right. Stop cheating. Now, this one is uh, 
you should know if you know the general knowledge question that also relates to this. E20 2ST. E20 is out in um, Essex, isn't it? It's like, oh, EastEnders, Albert Square. So here's the thing about the E20. The E20 is a real postcode as well as a fictional one, but one that didn't exist until 2012. Oh, where you are, mate. Where you are. It's the um, the Olympic Stadium. It's the Olympic Stadium. Yeah. Mm. It might have existed before that while they were building it, obviously. But, uh, yeah, it's the Olympic Park, yeah. Isn't that mad? Are these all of them? I've enjoyed these. Have they finished yet? Uh, There's two more. Keep going, Dave. This is the best bit of the bloody episode. Edit the rest out. Right, go on. Uh, Okay, this one's a combo question. Bloody hell. Mm -hmm. E20, again, and M109KC. What are they? We've done this, basically. Oh, right. EastEnders and Coronation Streets. Coronation Street, correct. Uh, uh, SW195AE. That's Wimbledon. Might be Wimbledon. And then the final one. There's another combo one. TR19 and KW1. TR? Uh, are they fictional? No, they are real. Oh, t- hang on. TR19. T- He's Googling that. I'm not. I'm not. I'm, stop <laughs> judging me by your own low standards. I'm praying to the vegans above. You can you can do the maths, I think, on no, at I'm least one to. of these. What was the second one? KW9. Oh, no, sorry, KW1. Oh, well, if it's KW1, <laughs> it's KW1. What's that? Do, do, do a TR. You can work out the TR, I think. Tre- Trent? Tre- uh... No, 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 but you saw... Can you give us a clue of what connects them? Like, are they the same? Wait, they'll be really far away from each other. Helen, you've absolutely done it. You've absolutely done it there. They're very far away from each other. Oh, oh, Land's Enter John O'Groats. Correct. Yeah. Truro, TR19 is Truro. Oh, God, that quiz was absolutely fucking brilliant. And KW, just for uh, completists, is Kirkwall in the far north of Scotland. Oh um, I really genuinely enjoyed that quiz. Thanks, I Steve. I honestly don't think we should do anything else because the show is that we've absolutely peaked for everything. <laughs> That's just what I love. <laughs> there is also a version of this quiz for America, which I feel like none of us would get <laughs> any answers to. <laughs> we should have a go at that. 99501? Oh, Alaska, yeah. sure. Three three one six two. My uh, Miami Vice. Do we know that? I These just know. sound like one-time authen- authentication passwords when you're logging into your Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> meaningless, meaningless. Anyway, there you go. End of episode. I think. Thank I don't you. Think we're going to beat that. Oh, sorry. I pressed the I pressed the sting too early. Then, guys, I floofed that. Sorry. Um, because we should we play the actual proper out end of episode music. Yeah, that's it. We're done. Thanks, Monksy. Um, Thank you, guys. That was fun. Lots of love, Helen. Nice to see you. Uh, see you back. Can you let us know, please? We'll have to have discussions maybe on Twitter uh, to work out what film we're going to watch for Film Club next week. I need to think of something that Tom will hate. That's going to be my punishment. I can actually say it's very important. It's very important that, A, I don't... There's going to be no resentment, and I'm not going to try and hate your film right back or anything. I'm just going to watch it completely objectively, and I'm going to give you, give you the respect that your film deserves of watching the whole fucking thing without fast-forwarding it, okay? That's just what I'm going to do. I've chosen my film for you, Tom. Go on. Uh, it's the 2012 film Logistics. Oh, I've never seen that. And uh, it is uh, no, you won't have done. It's 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 a film that follows the production cycle of a pedometer. <laughs> pedometer. Uh, we should do a, we should do a really boring film club all the really all the way back. It goes back in reverse chronological order. And here's the crux, Tom. Uh, the entire project was filmed in real time uh, and clocks in at a cool thirty-five days and seventeen hours. <laughs> 
I do like the idea of um, the world's most boring films. Tweet us the worst, the most boring film you've ever watched, and uh, that is what yeah. we should do. Rather than watching our favourite films, we should watch the world's most boring films. I really like that. Let's do that. Goodbye. Okay, make us watch the most boring films you can think of. You know the Twitter number. Cabin FE eight three seven oh nine oh 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 Cabin FE eight three seven oh nine oh 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 Cabin FE eight three seven oh nine oh 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 That's our Twitter name. Hang on, one sec. GreatBigOwl.com. Sorry, I was just looking up. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com. <laughs> 